Together, growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke chapter 2 from verses 22 to 35. When the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord. A pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he has seen the Lord's Christ. And inspired by the Spirit, he came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now let your servant go in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all nations, a light for the revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is spoken against, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that thoughts out of many hearts may be revealed. What a beautiful reading. It's, it's an interesting reading. When the time came for their purification according to the law, they brought Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him before the Lord. And that's something interesting to realize that at a very tender age, Jesus was brought into the temple. And often at times you, you hear parents when they talk against the infant baptism. And they will all argue and say, no, you, you, you don't have to baptize a child when the child is young. Uh, wait till the child is old enough to make his or her own decision. And it always boggles my mind, you know, baffles my mind to, to see how do we arrive at that argument. The, the fact of the matter is when a parent is pregnant, she comes to church. She already brings her baby to the church, to the community. She introduces the baby knowingly or unknowingly to the Christian community. That's number one. Number two, when this child is born, she is never asked to make a decision uh, what kind of clothes to wear, what kind of food to eat. When this child is about six, seven, 
uh, or even younger than that is never consulted whether she wants to go to a preschool or she wants to go to this school. Uh, the child is never even asked what language would you like us to use when we communicate with you. And all those things are important. But we want to wait for the child to, to tell us whether they should be baptized or not. Whether they should have a relationship with God or not. And so I, I see and I'm marveling at the faith, at the commitment of both Joseph and Mary. That they make that decision for Jesus. That we want our child to grow up in the community of faith. We want our child to have a relationship with God. And so that's the first thought for me. That as parents, we have a responsibility, not just to our child, but to God. We have a responsibility of training him or her in the practice of the faith. We have a responsibility of training them and to lead them into a personal relationship with God. That's the first thing. The second thing that also comes up to me, every male child that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, consecrated to the Lord. Every child is a gift. You are a gift from God. The story surrounding your birth, your conception, your parents, has nothing to do with you being a gift. You are a gift from God because God made you so. And so nobody is a mistake. Nobody is an afterthought. Nobody is useless. We are loved by God into existence. And so we need to go back to this beautiful concept that I am consecrated for God. You are consecrated for God. You are set apart. You are made special by God, for God, through God. And so they present Jesus into God, into the temple. And now there is a man called Simeon who was just and good in the presence of God. What I like about the story of Simeon is that God had revealed to Simeon that he will not see death until he sees the salvation of God's people. Now, my dear brothers and sisters, there are promises that God has made to us and he will fulfill them in the life of our children. He will fulfill them in the lives of our grandchildren. He will fulfill them in the lives of our great-grandchildren. And that's something absolutely amazing. You know, we, we look at our children and we realize that we may have done a lot. We may have traveled. But are you aware that your children are going to go to places where you have never been? Are going to achieve things far more greater than you and I have ever achieved? That God is going to bless us through them. That God is going to open the doors in them. That God is going to fulfill certain promises 
uh, in them. And so our children are the custodian of God's promises in our lives. And so well, when Simeon sees Jesus and he sings this beautiful hymn, At last, O powerful master, you give leave to your servant to go in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all nations, the light to enlighten the Gentiles and give glory to Israel, your people. This is what God has done. And as you look into the life of your baby, of your child, can you see the working of God? Can you argue and say, but God has been faithful. But God has done great things in the life of my child. He says, at last, O powerful master, you give life to your servant. Now I can die in peace. Now I can go and see God. St. Paul will say, I have fought the good fight. I've run the race. I've finished. What about us? If I were to die tonight, if I were to die this morning, if you were to die, could you say you fought a good fight? Could you say you've given your best? Could you look back at life and smile and say, yeah, well done, good and faithful servant? Are we happy? Have we given our best? And for Simeon, he sees the fulfillment of the promise. He sees the hand of God. And he can only be grateful. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.